what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of The Second Floor Podcast. I'm your co-host Yusuf along with my boy Kenny today. We gather here every week to discuss and learn how to survive, how to thrive, and how to keep the good vibes in life and business. It is time to elevate to the second floor. Thank you for being with us. Kenny, who do we got on the show today, man? Yusuf, thank you for that beautiful introduction. Yeah, that was- I'm extremely excited to bring on my good friend Amraj Jawanda to the show today. What we plan on doing is we plan to discuss Amraj's successes as a real estate agent in the city, mind you, one of the youngest realtors in the city, as well as getting deep and discussing, you know, our whole perspective, specifically Amraj's, on the educational institution system now, as well as how to keep yourself educated. As well, we're going to dive into the good, the bad, the ugly of what it's like to be a realtor and talking about the certain misconceptions that people have that uh, really reflects the success that a realtor currently has. And among other things, we're going to dig deep and really get to know who Amraj is as a person. So thank you, Amraj, for coming down, man. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm excited. Uh, this is the first time I'm on a podcast, so hopefully I'm not too nervous. But Makes you feel a little famous, right? Yeah, a little, just a little, <laughs> a little bit. A little bit of clout, <laughs> I think. That's what they call it now. Of course. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, yeah. why don't we just start off by, you know, Saying in your own words, Amraj, what it is that you're doing, what defines you now? And, you know, for the nine people that don't know who you are in the city, how about you just discuss a little bit about who you are and yeah, let them know? Honestly, I'm a regular person, um, just like any other 23-year-old in the city. I, yeah, I'm a realtor. Uh, I've been in the real estate business for a year and four months. And uh, I'm just on my journey on, on figuring out how I want to impact uh, this world. So, and I'm in the very early stages, just working away, figuring out my lifestyle and how to grow myself to the the extent I I want to be at, and and learning how to when at the end of the day impact others in a great way. So of course, um, that's pretty much it. If we focus in on your career first, right now, Amraj, when did you realize that it was your deciding factor to become a real estate agent? Yeah, um, I mean. I always loved real estate. I always looked at properties whenever my parents were uh, shopping for a house. I would always be speaking to the real estate agent. And I I just always had that knack for property in general, real estate in general. So I was in school for three years and I never really liked it. I was in, I'm queuing with you, Kenny. And, uh, and it was just, it was not, it wasn't fulfilling me. I didn't feel, feel fulfilled when I was in school. So I realized that at the end of the day, I, I, I didn't excel at school. I didn't want to go to school, so why was I going to school? And uh, yeah, going into my fourth year, I decided just to drop out. And uh, I remember the morning I went to my parents, I sat on their bed, and I'm like, listen, I'm not going back to school. And they're like, wait a minute, what's going on? I'm like, you know what, give me, a, give me like a year and let me figure out my th- shit, basically, and uh, I'm gonna go and get my real estate license. And they're like, okay, you know what? They're like, you gotta go back to school eventually, though. I'm like bullshit on them like yeah yeah i'll call yeah yeah yeah. Uh, give me a year we'll figure it out yeah so i i started my real estate course in october i took a while actually i got licensed in march and uh and yeah the first seven months of my real estate career i didn't have a deal i didn't do a single deal wow but that's where i was learning i was like is like and something like real estate is yeah, everyone has this conception of uh, misconception of okay, you go in right away, you're selling houses, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. But well, sorry, I did, forgot. I couldn't tap on the. No, no, it's all good. It's uh, all good. And in in reality, it's more about it's like your own business. It's like you have to go in there, start talking to people. There's you basically have to create your own movement. 
and your momentum, right? Um, just like you guys have with this podcast, it's like it's it, you have to go get the people to have them speak on the podcast, right? And exactly. The same thing. You gotta go find people that want to sell houses, want to buy houses, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, so. Sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. No, no, it's all good. There's there's some hunting that you obviously have to do yeah, in doing so, right? Pretty it's, much. It's not like one of those things where, hey, you know what? I'm going to get through my education and becoming a real estate agent, do my licensing, and then from there, it, it's easy. I'm just going to get everything yeah. handed to me, right? You're just going to start rolling in and calling me. But no, yeah. it's, it's all about networking. It's yeah. all about growing. It's all about uh, putting yourself out there. Right? And investing in yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, my biggest investment is me. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I gotta figure out what I am going to do and what am I doing that is benefiting me and growing me and taking me to the next level. Of course, um, in order to reach the level of success I want to reach. So, yeah, I, I in that seven months, I realized that okay, I gotta. The one thing I notice is that when people are in trouble, sometimes they, I feel like they have an ego and they're like, okay, I don't need no one's help. What I decided to do was go ahead and and seek out for that help and and be like, okay, listen, it's. Obviously, I'm not doing something right where I'm not succeeding right now or even getting the ball rolling. So what I did was I went and joined a team with Franco, uh, a wonderful person, and he's a top 5% realtor in the city. And I just like, I was with him like for two months, I would just be day to day. And then finally, uh, I started with him. So let's backtrack here. I, I became a realtor in March. Didn't sell anything up until almost a new year. Wow. And, uh, but I joined... Franco's team in November. So, so you went from going on your own for yeah. seven months to realizing, okay, you know what? Yeah. I might benefit more from being on a team. Let's see what this is like. To being in a team within the first month you made a sale. Yeah. Well, yeah, within like the first couple of weeks I did yeah. make a sale. And it's just that guidance, right? It's like, it's so important to have uh, the guidance of, for example, like let's say you want, to, you want to become a real estate developer. You have to go work for a real estate developer for a very long time and figure out, okay, this is the process. This is how I get to that level. And just being surrounded in that environment helps you elevate your own um, skill and, and and grows your mind to, to, to go into that, I guess, achieve what you want to achieve, right? Yeah. So. so I think the most interesting thing I'll ask you about that is a lot of people feel like if they let's say become a real estate agent. Yeah. They do it on their own. They'll reap the most benefits from doing it on their own, especially when it comes to compensation, yeah. right? Do you find that a lot of people will weigh that out and go, okay, I'm better suited to be a realtor on my own yeah. because I have the opportunity to make more money yeah. as opposed to sharing that commission? I, it all depends on what you're trying to achieve, right? So like going back to uh, my my goal is not to always be a realtor. Eventually is is to move on and, and get into, into development and impact and in, in just in people and real estate whatever it is and it's always to grow right um so see there again my train of thought. no 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 don't even sweat uh, it it's like one of those things now where i find if you were to go back yeah like let's say after the fact that you went on a team such as franco's yeah. you became successful so much faster than you became mm-hmm. successful independently yeah. as a realtor would you go back now after having that experience and have gotten into a team right away? Um, no. The reason being is, is that you need to kind of learn that, okay, you need to experience that to know that, okay, this is not the right way to do it. 
Because if I just went into a team, I would always feel like, oh, man, I was never by myself, oh. blah, blah, this and that. But the grass always yeah. seems greener yeah. on the other side, right? So and, and, and I went so I went on to a team. I, I started to learn. Uh, within three months, I, I hit top nine agent in, in, all my, in my entire office at 160 agents. Nice. Which was cool. Uh, and, like, I realized that, okay, that was a that was the first time in my life I feel like I kind of, you know, I, I finally did something and I was I, I succeeded in it. Yeah. So it like it was it a big changed, accomplishment. Yeah. It changed my it changed my thinking. It's like okay, now now I, I tasted a little bit of success, I guess, and I realized that if I wanna if I wanna grow to the next people or next sorry, if I wanna grow to the next level, yeah, I need to surround myself with people that are already there. And like Gary Vee says, Andy Frisella, it's the five closest people around you. Definitely. You're, you're the average of, right? So, and, and that's what I realized. So I had to really slim down my life and make it very efficient and, and be like, okay, this is, this is how my situation is right now. This is where I want to go. And this is what I need to do in order to get to that. When you did all of this stuff and you, you touched on some key points there where you essentially, whether to work or through your personal life, you have to surround yourself around the right team, the right yeah. people. Yeah. Did you feel like through that process you had to do some cutting? Oh, where you had to look at the drawing board and be like, hey, you know what, this homie right here or, or, or this guy who I'm supposedly marking down as a mentor really isn't sending me in the right yeah. direction. Yeah, it makes you rethink. Um, and, and sometimes, honestly, it's your parents too. Like, believe it or not, it's your parents because you have to... I feel like a lot of people in our community, especially, it's like, oh, my parents want me to do this, so I'm gonna go do it. And I was, and I was like, you know what? I love my parents to death. I will always, like, no matter what, I'm gonna do what's best for them. But I'm not gonna let them dictate me and tell me what to do on situations that they have never been in. It doesn't yeah. make sense, right? It's like, like when I dropped out of school, my parents were like, no, you gotta go back to school. They were chapped. They were chapped, and I'm like, how can you tell me to go back to school when you've never gone to school here? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And, and you don't understand what the institution is like nothing. and whether or not this is something that's yeah, going to get me educated me. and what I ultimately yeah. want to even do. Yeah. And I remember, like, I was talking to my parents the other day, and my mom was like, uh, and my mom and my dad, they're, they're, and the one thing I really love about them is that they're, sometimes if they don't agree with something that I'm doing, they don't immediately come out and be like, listen, Oh no! You can't do this. You can't. Yeah, they do don't that. ultimately stop. They watch from kind of a, a distance, and then they allow me to to do what I want to do. But when I need that support, they're always there. But my mom was telling me before. Um, she's like, uh, I used to have this tutor in grade seven or grade. I can't even remember grade seven, grade eight. And she always used to tell my mom, like, I'm not trying to brag about myself. I I think I'm a fucking idiot sometimes. <laughs> But she would always tell my mom, she's like, oh, like your kid's very smart. Like you should put him into an accelerated school. And my mom's looking at my report card. She's like, what the fuck? Is this? <laughs> yeah, she's like, what's going on? Like, son, is a, son is a dumbass. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. And uh, uh, like, yeah, my dad, my mom, um, like my family too. They always thought, they're like, oh, he'll do grade 12. Maybe he'll work some yeah. job, whatever. They're thinking, oh, maybe yeah. the next year yeah. or maybe, but you know. Not even that. They're like, oh, this guy's not doing anything in school, right? But they never directly said it to yeah. me, but I knew. So uh, it was just interesting, like uh, going back to that because I always listened to what my parents had said to me and I love them to death, but I was in a position where I didn't like who I was, what my situation was or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And it's not directly my parents either. Obviously I, I take the responsibility. I take 
there's actions that I've done to that have gotten me to where I am, right? Of course. So, um, yeah, so I just, I told them respectfully, I'm like, listen, I, I can't take advice from you about something that you don't know. So yeah. let me do my thing and let me see if I can figure it out and, and we'll go from there. And the great thing was they supported me. That's awesome. And you so, figured it out along the way, right? Yeah, and, that, and by no means I'm not successful right now. This is very early in, yeah. in our lives in general. Speaking for you, you as well, Kenny. Um, but yeah. how much? How much of that did did that improve your relationship with your parents? Like from you sitting down with them, and ultimately going through that stage of your life where you said, "Hey, come next semester, I'm not going back." And then you giving them a game plan, right? You, you told them, give me a year, the timeline, the whole bit. Yeah. You ended up doing something w- in which you're doing now as a realtor, which you are obviously putting your personality into it. Yeah. Did that have a large impact on, on how your relationship is with your parents now? Yeah. I, in the, for good or for bad? Uh, I would say, yeah, it's, it's obviously for good. Um, and I think for my parents, it gave them like a breather a little bit because my dad like he was always like him, him my my dad and my mom were telling me the other day they're like oh we uh like or my mom was actually sorry my mom was telling me that my dad was saying this one time he's like you know what i may have not made the you know, i worked so hard but i i didn't make exactly what i wanted to make but, uh, but i'm glad that i was able to get at least my son and my kids are on the right path that's awesome and i hope my sisters too uh, yeah, yeah, yeah time will tell yeah but we'll find out and uh but the, like it gave him a breather. It's like okay, you know what? We worked hard. At least something good came out. Definitely. Right. I I like that mentality a lot, man. Because when I think about it, it hits me on a personal note too, right? Like when I think about, you know, what I'm doing in my life, what my brother's doing in his life. Yeah. We we're doing everything we can to chase our dream, mm-hmm. right? Like we're young now. We're in our twenties. We're 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 working hard time. every single day at chasing the dream. Yeah. And when you think about that in the perspective of, okay, one day having a family, mm-hmm. we want to go to our kids and say, hey, you know what? Go ahead, chase your dreams. Yeah. Because we would know that we did it. Mm-hmm. And we would feel like hypocrites if we told our kids, hey, chase your dream. Take yeah. your passion. Use it as fuel to get to where you ultimately want to be. Mm-hmm. But who would we be if we say that, but we didn't end up doing it ourselves? Yeah, exactly. We decided to go the easy route. Yeah. You know, have a, have a steady income, go the basic way, keep going. But no, be risky. Right, be risky and knowing that hey, at least I took that risk, and whether I failed or won, yeah. ultimately I'll be happy in knowing I tried. Yeah, exactly. Right, like you don't want to. My cousin told told me this a long time ago. He's like, make sure when you do something, you don't make sure you do it where if you were to look back and say, oh, I could have done better, or I could have done this, I could have done that. Yeah. Right. So I try to take that approach as well, but it, it's interesting to see that um, it's just. There's there's another side of this world I feel like a lot of people don't see because when, when you're in school for so long, you build up certain habits and it's like, okay, yeah, do this, get a degree, get a job, work your way up in the job. But then you see these people that are, you know, um, like Mark Zuckerberg creating businesses and sometimes just for fun and they turn into something that's crazy. Huge. Huge. Like, for example, Airbnb. Uh, how that started was just that someone couldn't pay their rent. You know what they're paying an Airbnb senior marketing executive right now? On a year year to year basis, I believe when I checked, a senior marketing executive is getting paid anywhere between one hundred fifty to one hundred seventy five thousand a year. Really? Like, wow. And it just crazy. shows like something that was once what what is it? Not even ten years ago yeah. was a startup concept. Five, six years ago, yeah. 
is now paying a certain marketing associate working for the company that much money. So you could just imagine like how many different routes there are of, of, of attaining success for somebody or for an idea that's going to make change happen. Yeah. Right. Like, let's put it this way. If we bring it back to your career, like where do you think real estate is heading in the next five, 10 years? Do, do you think there's going to be a very different concept of, of the way real estate is, is going or how talking, a realtor's job is? Oh, are you talking about in general or just in Edmonton? Maybe just in general. Like if we were to think from a perspective of innovating, yeah. how is, how is that realm going to be innovating? I think everything's going to go more to cloud, cloud based, all data online, doing meetings online, having online brokerages. Yeah. Because I feel like the traditional brokerage model is like it's been around for so long and it's, it's starting to change. And there's, I, I don't think the relation, like the relationship between the client and the realtor is always going to, I feel like, be the same, but the process is going to be different. Mm-hmm. How you get these clients, and how you interact with them. I feel like, yeah, that that's really changing because real estate does have a lot of fees. Like, I pay, what, like 1500 a month no matter what, whether mm-hmm. I sell something or not, just to my brokerage as I have an office in there and those are my monthly dues. So I feel like uh, B2B, business to business, uh, real estate is changing rapidly with new technology coming in and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. So that's where I, I see the change in, in when it comes to uh, me dealing with a client, I feel like that's that's something that's hard to change because you can't emulate uh, relationships virtually as as you can when you're face to face. Yeah, different. Yeah, right. What do you What do you think is something you ultimately need that's on your list of becoming a successful realtor? What are What are the, What do those things look like? What are those things you need that are going to separate you from all the other realtors out there? I think honesty, uh, being transparent, and and me caring. Those three things I think will yeah is what sets what sets anyone apart. Um, I agree in any business. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's what that's what I see. I can't I couldn't agree more because when you look at it like that, all it takes is one small little white lie. Yeah. And that can just tarnish your reputation entirely. Or that could just close off the deal. Yeah. Even, right? Like not even that. Like I I think in general, like when you're when you're doing something for like someone's benefit, it just it makes this just the process a lot better and mm-hmm. and it just builds such a better relationship. It's like it's like if someone did such a good job for you, people like to brag about that. Like, oh, like for example, if you eat at a good food spot, they're like, okay, go eat. You gotta go eat here. Kenny, man, Nando's is amazing. You gotta go eat here. Yeah. Soul fried chicken, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and people are the same way with businesses that they hire or people that they hire to do a certain job, right? So I, I feel like that's the that's one marketing that is priceless. That's one type of marketing that is priceless. Yeah. Word, word of mouth. Word of mouth. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what I really focus on. It's like I, I take one sale at a time and I do, like I I just think about doing the best for that client and then thinking about nothing else after. It's like just, exactly. Just do the best for the client and then do that over and over and over again. And I like how we talked about it before going on air is how you said to you being a realtor is being a problem solver. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're in there and you're solving problems. Yeah. You're probably having a certain family who is going through a little bit of a crisis, they need to switch a home, whatever it might be, is it, it can get personal, yeah, right? And and honestly, like, that's how you have to think about it. I feel like 
in my if I was to look at my forty year span of in my life, right? I would I would look at real estate as not real estate, being a realtor as a step in order to where I want to be. Um, but I love real estate in general, and that's another thing I I feel like uh, people need to understand as well is that sometimes when you're in like let's say you you want to know figure out what you want to do, right? It doesn't have to be something that you see yourself doing your rest of your life. life. Yeah, it can be something that you want to do right now, but you got to figure out what you want to. What do you want in the long term? You want legacy, yeah. whatever it is. And I, I honestly, I care a lot about legacy. I want to leave something behind and, and do something that will progress the the people on this earth. Like that's basically what it is. Because if you look at if you look at nature in general, it's always progression. Yeah, it's always moving forward. So how can I do something to help people in this world move forward in my way? And, yeah. and that's pretty much it. I like that. As my end goal, and this is just a, a stepping stone, a very, very small stepping stone in, in what I want to go out and accomplish. So when you look at it like that, you know, you have this final destination, yeah. and then you have, let's say, compared to a road trip, right? Yeah. You have multiple different stops you have to take along the way. Yeah. You have to ensure, you know, you're stopping to get fuel, you're... Mm-hmm taking a, a night stay somewhere else, but you have all of these incremental improvements to get to that final destination. So to me right now, what you're saying is, you know, you went through school, you realized that that wasn't the path you wanted to go on. Now you're becoming a realtor. It's getting you to the, to the direction you want to go. But why don't you share what it is exactly that destination is? So what are you ultimately doing right now that's that's heading in that direct direction to get to where you're going? So like for me... I think my end destination, let's say before I die, is to impact people in general. And that's um, helping them take their life to another level. Mm-hmm. And it's helping, um, I want to help people that were once in my position get to uh, get to exactly where they want to get to. It's, yeah. not a, it's not about like, okay, like I can teach people about real estate, I can teach people about that. But I feel like in general, a business person in general can succeed in any business. A successful business person can succeed in any business because they understand the foundation of business and how it works because if you want to become successful at anything, whether it's business, school, job, whatever, you have to start by investing in yourself. Yeah. And that's what, and that's all it comes down to is when it, in any field and in any sector, it all comes down to investing into yourself and improving yourself on a day-to-day basis and that's how you become the best of the best in whatever you're wanting to do, right? What are ways you're doing right now that are, are helping you invest more into yourself? Uh, like listening to podcasts every day, reading books, and surrounding myself with people that are a lot better than me and know a lot more, make more money, mm-hmm. um, are just more successful than me because it helps me get to that level by first of all seeing what's going on and learning from those people and just the energy you get just from being around those people that's it really helps of course yeah could you maybe tell us about a time where you you had maybe one of those people who is you know maybe they're more of a high income earner or maybe they feel like they're a mentor to you in your life and they told you something that really stuck through or that you really implemented into your life right now Um, if you could go back maybe on a little bit of a personal note and just think about one of those moments where it was from one of these people who are helping shape you to who you are. It's you investing in yourself. And maybe one of those pinnacle moments where you're like, holy shit, 
I just heard this, or maybe it's a common theme of what I'm yeah. hearing, and you faced it, and then you made that change. Yeah. So what I noticed is uh, when I started listening to these podcasts, I think it was Andy Farsella who said it, is like, you can tell a lot uh, about a person by looking at their room and the, their vehicle. Yeah. Right? If it's clean, how they've kept it, because that's kind of like, like if that's how you keep your room, how do you, that's pretty much how you keep your business, your family. It, it's all the same in a weird way. So what I noticed is that for me, what works is like if I'm in a, in a shitty situation or if I, if, when I was feeling down and I didn't know what to do, um, I started with the little things. I built my habit with the little things like, okay, make my bed every morning. That's one little detail. That yeah, I, one right? small win. One small win at a time. And eventually those little details grow into, the, into you making successful business decisions or life decisions, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, pretty much like that's I, I that that's one thing I I, I feel like because for example when when someone someone's trying to figure out what they're trying to like they're going through a funk and like man I have no idea how to change this blah blah this and that there is it just changed the little details because mm-hmm. if you notice a person that's actually going through a funk they'll start you know being less cleaner not yeah. caring about the little details. yeah you can notice something's up yeah you can notice certain things right yeah but there's other people like i don't know it's just it's it's weird how it works but it's it's really true yeah no exactly i like looking at it like that too because it's like you said right you got to start with one small thing yeah. you're not going to be able to just wake up one day it's like that whole new year's resolution bullshit yeah it's like, well, it's like oh, okay tomorrow yeah i'm gonna be sober yeah. I'm, I'm gonna change everything i'm gonna be completely sober i'm not gonna drink ever and you're going from drinking every weekend and not drinking at all yeah, it's a shock how likely is that gonna happen yeah. right and you look at a situation like that and you just make small little changes bit by bit to eventually get to where you want to be, right? And it's really investing into the process. Like nothing happens quick. Nothing happens quick. Yeah. But it's, it's, I don't know how to say this exactly, but nothing happens quick, but things can change quick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if quick as in like a year or two or four, I feel like that's relatively quick. I feel like, Nowadays, people want to live in, a, in a, such a short stint. They want things to change in a week. They want it right day. away, right? But you got to give it a year at least or whatever it is. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, I feel like that's something that's missed out on a lot. It's just really just eating shit. You have to. You have to. Yeah, you it's so true. Right? And you know what? That's the crazy part, man, is like people don't see that. People see success. People see what, what comes with it, especially with whatever career thing. choice, right? Yeah. And then they think it's going to be so easy. There's so many things along the way that you need to do, right? Like I, lately I find, and we were talking about this earlier, where yeah. you just start. Yeah. You know, whatever it is you're doing, you just yeah. just start. Understand, it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. This is like, you know, us into, you know, this is at least 10 episodes we're into this podcast. We're still not perfect, yeah. right? But we're doing it. But look at the difference between you for starting and then now. Yeah. It's a huge difference, right? Same thing with you, right? Yeah. Like uh, you told me you're now going to start doing vlogs. Yeah. For your, for for optimizing your real estate career as yeah. well as your your profile. Mm-hmm. You know, having more documentation to show people what it is that goes on that goes on in your day-to-day life, yeah. right? You don't necessarily have to do it. Yeah. But it's one of those things where you're just you're adding value to your name, mm-hmm. right? So I kind of want to ask you, Amraj, what are you doing right now as a realtor that is is essentially it's it's like what are all the things you're doing to help build your 
name as a realtor is what I'm trying to get at. And honestly, like again, it goes back to this first thing is like providing the best value as possible yeah. to my clients and to the people around me is that's the only I, I that's one of the only things I really focus on. Yeah. And then the, the, the rest comes. The rest is like, okay, now I have, like you're able to first of all patent down, okay, I'm able to help you know what, I can help someone that needs a house, I can help them find one. Yeah. Someone needs to sell their house, I can help them sell it. That's one little step now, right? Yeah. But I focus on just providing the best value as possible and providing the be- doing the best job I can for someone. Of course. Right? What does that look like for like like now with social media, right? Like you got the Instagram. I know you're on there a lot. Yeah. Like some of these key components, like do you value, you know, being on social media, the vlogs? Like is there some sort of systematic approach you're using? Just be yourself. You just got to yeah. show yourself, right? I mean, and I call myself too. Like I look at all the realtors now and they're like, oh, for sale, um, what's it called? Uh, sold and new listing, all, that, all yeah. this stuff. It's the same redundant thing over and over again. But yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you are your business you your service is your product so your name behind how it do you, right? how do you make that different and i just add my personality into it i like That's that what it is and and now i'm starting to get into the vlogs and it's tough it's like it's, it's hard <laughs> yesterday fucking i can't even stand in front of camera i'm never good with cameras anyways but, yeah but now it's like it's breaking that habit because like it feels uncomfortable but i know in the long run this is something that if i do it enough i'll be good at and, mm-hmm. and it's just sticking through that time period and you know what whatever I shoot if it doesn't even come out the greatest I'm still gonna put it out nice because I like that it's just like it's real it's real and, and uh, at the end of the day that's the one way to start start out one video mm-hmm. at a time one step at a time so tell me time. tell me about these vlogs what are you gonna be doing on the vlogs what can we look forward to are we so, gonna see you like dancing or are we gonna see you talking uh, I'm not a really good dancer <laughs> I wanna see that but uh like Something cool I'll be doing, like one of my upcoming videos will be in the, within the next year or so. Um, like, or I can talk about the one that I did yesterday. So sure, yeah. Yesterday, we just signed an exclusive deal with Hawks and Homes. And like we it. built like 1.2, 1. 1.3, like and in the million dollar ranges, right? They built homes, awesome. custom homes. Uh, so what, what we're doing is that when it comes down to that price range, when people are looking at a house and like, okay, why the hell does this fucking house cost 1.5 million? What do they do so special? And it's like documenting that process nice. and showing people, listen, um, these, these, these people have, or this builder has put in a hundred thousand dollar window package just in this house. You may not even ever have to change your windows. Nice. Like things like that are like the, the thought that went over into the layout, um, how everything is thought of because when, I feel like nowadays when, when you, let's say, uh, you buy a new laptop and it's like, okay, I, how much did you spend on the laptop? Oh, $2,800. You spend $2,800 on a yeah, laptop? Yeah, yeah. But they don't talk about what's in the laptop. Yeah. They don't talk how the laptop provides value to them. Why is it worth that yeah, price? Why is it worth that price? And people just think that, okay, if it costs a lot of money, they like they see it the same across the board. But if something costs good money and it provides value to you, it's... That's the value. That's what you're paying for. Yeah, exactly. So I want to show that in a house as well, like for what Hawkson does. Like they think about everything, and I know that hopefully the video will come out. That's awesome. In the next uh, month, but things like that I'll be showing, and yeah. then I'll be uh, like I'll be doing a tour of Sky Residences and yep. uh, JW or yeah Legends in the JW Marriott. Yeah. So cool. What's thing, Legends? What is that? Legends is a. Uh, it's so. 
you know JW? Yeah. Uh, Marriott, the hotel. So there's 23 floors of the hotel, and then mm. Legends is the residence above. Oh, sweet. JW, and that's where McDavid, Gretzky, those guys are staying. Wicked. Yeah, they have some penthouses in there. There's some nice homes there. Hey, did you yeah. get the chance to take a look at those? Not yet. The, apparently, like 12 floors flooded or something like that. Oh no! Uh, it's uh, already built. It's like the shell of the, the shell is built. No building the inside now. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And you get to be the, like one of the first people who sees. Yeah, well, not, not, I guess not first people, but I, I hope to be the first people to like kind of shoot a vlog type of video for that. Yeah, because it's cool. Like people want to see that. Like, well, because it's such a big development. There's, those buildings are worth five hundred million dollars U.S. each, right? Sky Residence, uh, the Stantec Building, and and uh, JW Marriott. And it's just cool because like, not a lot of people know what's going on. They're like, oh, they're just doing this. They don't really know. They just see this long, big yeah. tower. They don't care much but about what's happening inside these, of it. These, these developments are changing Edmonton. And yeah, see, and I, I like that. Lot. It made me just think right now, too, about your love for the city yeah. and how I see you, you know, posting on social media and you talk about it a lot where you love where the direction's heading, especially yeah. Yeah. not only just with real estate, yeah. but like with the amount of activities that there are to yeah. do now when it comes to the nightlife, when it comes to places to eat, yeah. when it comes to the so many different too, things. The people, too, it's like there's so many. I, I like how Edmonton's in that phase where it's like about to make that leap. Mm-hmm. into a big city and it's only 10 years ago like for example bringing it back to real estate this is where I always think about things it's like people talk about how shit the house prices are the market's fucking garbage mm-hmm. our average sale price in Edmonton for a home is probably 450000 like for a single family home excluding condos is probably like 430000 I would say mm-hmm. and in Toronto the average single family sale price was I think three hundred. $89,000 like 10 years ago. Damn. 2008. And now the average selling price there is 780 something thousand. Ridiculous. So it just only flew so ago. much higher. That's only 10 years ago. And yeah. people say, oh, Edmonton's blah, blah. It's so shit. They don't see... It's easy to say something shit when it's shit. Yeah. Oh, right? man. It's crazy. It's funny you say that. We were talking with our Uber driver yesterday. Yeah. And he said it too. He says, I moved here eight years ago. I have a home with my family. I have a good, secure job outside yeah. of this. And this is what I'm just doing to make side cash. He says his brother is in Vancouver, lived there for five years, still renting. Yeah. Because it's just so damn tough yeah. to find property to live in, especially when you're middle class. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, it's really tough to find some, of some sort of... There now. Like, what are you supposed to do when you got Chinese people or this Chinese market that's putting in so much money into this real estate where it's, it's like, insane. How do you justify paying... The average selling price for a condo in, in Toronto, I think, downtown Toronto, is $750,000. It's ridiculous. Average for a condo, for a one-bedroom. It's so high, man. bedroom whatever it is. It's insane. I mean, if we can just toughen up in the wintertime in Edmonton, we're set, yeah. right? But that's going to happen here eventually. It's just maybe maybe it's another 10 years. Yeah. Fifteen. But I have to wait because it's getting to that direction of a large metropolitan city, right? Yeah. What do you think is... Uh, being a consumer who's ready to buy into real estate and, and wanting to purchase a single family home, what are some things I need to, to have in order prior to even seeing a realtor? Or like what what are what are some things you could kinda like mention as like ideas right now to put into people's heads to start preparing for that? Yeah. So like the number one rule that I not the number one rule, obviously the first thing like is it, uh, is speaking with your bank and saying, Okay, how much can I afford? How much down payment I'm putting down? And like, to be honest, I mean, I know you can put anywhere from five to 
20 to 100, whatever down payment you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have this rule that I have with myself is like, if I'm buying a property, I'm not buying it unless I have 20% down. Good. And no matter reason, what kind of property it is. Uh, no matter what. Like, yeah. uh, well, excluding commercial. Commercial is different because yeah. you can start using income, lease, yeah. whatever. So you can get 100% finance. There's so many different things that go on about that. But with residential properties, I, if someone's buying a house, I would highly recommend that they have at least 15% down to put. The reason why I say that is that the CMHC insurance, so let's say you buy a $450,000 house mm-hmm. and you put 5% down, your CMHC insurance that you'll end up paying in your mortgage is like 25 grand. Oh, jeez, Just out the window. Yeah. That's for insurance. And obviously it goes less. If it's 10, 10%, there's less you pay. Yeah, of course. 000, so the right? ideal number, at least 15. And if you pay, if you have 20, you don't even go to CMAC because it's a low ratio mortgage. You don't need insurance. Perfect. Which is messed up though in this economy is that if people have 20% down on books, it's worse for the banks because if they do default, they don't have insurance. Okay. Right. That's how the banks. Then they, yeah, because they think, oh, you have twenty percent, you're yeah, set. Yeah. But if there is that chance they end yeah. up defaulting on it, then, yeah. then they are like, screwed. They're screwed. But that's why they like people with low. It's, it's, it's like they make more money from people that have uh, less down payment. Of course. Which is fucked up, but I mean. That's interesting. No, it's good. I wanted to get some sort of factual yeah. information. I'll ask you another thing. Do you think just anybody can become a realtor? Like you know when you you have that mindset people have where oh you know what it's so easy to become a realtor and sure enough i get it maybe you might have some serious allegations towards how easy it is or maybe it's not so easy anymore and you could speak to that but like do you think that just about any joe schmo can become a realtor and do what it is that you're doing i honestly i think so yeah yeah anyone can do it okay it's whether you do it or not it's all about the mindset it's all about the attitude Anyone can do anything, I think, and I'm not doing anything special. Um, it's just that the difference is I'm just doing something. I'm doing it. I'm doing what I, I want to do and whatever it is, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I honestly think anyone can become a realtor. Anyone can do anything they want. They just have to go ahead and do it. And they of have course. to have the right attitude. And that's the what is the right reason to chase a career path in doing real estate? The right, like, Do you think there's a right reason and there's a wrong reason? There's no right. It's whatever feels right with you, sits in line with you. Yeah. I think that's what I think about. And it's hard for me to tell anyone, like, if they're doing right or doing wrong. You kind of just, we have, we. it's just like this life is just a playground. We go ahead and try different things. Exactly. And just go do it. There is no right or wrong. You just no. go and try it and see if it works. And no, As long as you don't harm anyone in the process. Then yeah. That's no, that's, as long as it's legal. Yeah. Right? <laughs> or until the government makes it legal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's interesting. I want to kind of pick your brain about the time you were in school. Yeah. And, you know, we, we started talking a lot about real estate, and I want to kind of bring it back to yeah. what was your deciding factor in realizing that this route you took into post-secondary ultimately wasn't going to get you to where you needed to go. Kind of talking back about yeah. the certain steps you need yeah. to take to get to the destination. Yeah. How were you feeling in that time? And, and what what ultimately made you go, whoa, nope, this isn't what I'm doing? Yeah. It's not gonna get me to where I need to go. I'm out. Yeah, it, it it's like it wasn't like one moment. Just all of a sudden, change everything. It mm-hmm. was like over time you realize it's like a bad relationship, right? It's like you realize, okay, you know what? This person's treating me like shit. 
why am I even with them? It doesn't make me feel good. Am I just there just just because it's a habit? Yeah. So it was the same thing. And my relationship with school was terrible. Because I was looking at it the wrong way. I looked at it the wrong way since day one. I wasn't happy. And now if, if I was to go ever to go back to school, I would do something like completely different. Like you were talking about open studies. Yeah. Do something like totally different. Uh, where it would just open up my mind to a different field. And be like, this is cool. I can learn about this. Yeah. And well, you're not just so fixated on like, oh, business. You, yeah, or like, oh, sciences. Tool, right? Right? Use school as a tool. It is a tool. It's not, it's not the be all end all, but it's a tool at the end of the day. Of course, well that you makes sense. You should use that tool to elevate yourself to the next step, which I feel like a lot of people aren't doing because they think, okay, yeah, I go, uh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. The, the sad truth is that, is that, all all of those like you always have to be educating yourself, mm-hmm. but everything you're taught in school, it I honestly feel like is to be. It's taught for you to work under someone. It's kind of to be like a... There's like a systematic employee, approach right? to it. And that's what... It's teaching you to listen to people, but like... I don't want to sound ignorant or anything, but I think it's like... If you look at all the successful people, and every, no one wants to work 9 to 5. No one wants to work at a place where they don't like going every day. They, eventually, people want to go travel, whatever it is. No. All of that's possible. You just have to... You just have to see the vision. You have to, I don't know, I, I, it's, it's hard to explain. Well, you kind of need to go through all these steps. You have, to, you have to go through it in order to get to whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. Right? I mean, who knows? Maybe one of the steps for somebody is school. Yeah. Right? It it's kind of like, oh, I want to become a doctor, but I don't want to have to go through another 10 years of school for it. It's like, yeah. well, you have to. Yeah. Right? You got to go through that. They got to put you through. They got to weed you out or, yeah. or, or keep you in, depending yeah. on how much you suffer in it. But yeah. regardless, there's going to be that end reward. Right? So it's, it's interesting. But in your case, it's more so like, okay, you, you don't have to do it if you don't want to if it ultimately isn't going to drive yeah your if it's not a helping factor into where i want to get to right yeah so that's that's what i noticed i mean that's at the end of the day school is the one lucky thing i i uh, the one good thing i got from school is like meeting people like you and my and most of my yeah. friends and whatnot the it's connections cool. you connects, make right? right and that's what i feel like if I was to go back to school, I'd fuck around so much more. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd go do stupid things. If only you knew that yeah. it wasn't ultimately going to yeah. be what, it, what you it's wanted like to now, do. Now it's like I look back at it because people go into school with such pressure. Yeah. It's like, fuck, I got to always study. I got to do this. But, like, go in, have fun, learn, and have fun doing it. And yeah. That's what I wish I would have done. Exactly. But, you know what? I'm, I'm in a, I guess I'm in a different school now. Like, we're learning from people. Yeah. And, and kind of, like... You know, educating myself every day on, on different things and learning and listening and reading. Yeah, you're still keeping yourself educated, yeah. right? Yeah. So then what does that look like now? I mean, now that you realize you wish you had more of a balance, now that you're in a thriving career and, you, you know, you're doing everything you can to keep getting more successful every day, how do you still balance that with play? Like, what does your work hard, play hard balance look like? Are you, are you like, okay, I'm going to grind for a week and then I'm going to take it easy for a week? Because the be- beautiful part about being a realtor is you create your own schedule in a yeah, sense. Yeah. So maybe guide us through what your day-to-day looks like or your week-to-week yeah. in terms of, hey, here's what, I do when I'm, here's what I'm doing when I'm having fun. Here's how much time I put into it. Yeah. And here's how much time I'm putting into working hard. Yeah. So uh, to be honest, I don't know. Like I, for me, uh, I don't differentiate the two that much because sometimes I have fun working. Yeah. And going in and doing fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you got to get to business. But I never think about it separate. Okay. And like I keep my, my business and my personal life together. 
It's all nice. Level, right? Okay. And that's how I kind of, I guess I keep a balance. I'm not a balanced person, to be honest. Right now, I, I work as much as I can. Yeah. And uh, uh, I don't see my parents as often. But for now, I have the luxury of doing that. I have no kids, no married yeah i do have a girlfriend but i mean it's 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 easy for both of us to now go out and do what we want to do and figure out okay this is like she wants to go into ot she's yeah occupational therapist i'm going out and doing my thing and then it's kind of like starting at this point but reconnecting eventually and then like that. when you do reconnect it's like you grow together yeah and grow as a team because in a sense you guys are just wanting to figure out your own stuff yeah yeah, yeah like you have to we can't let we can't let distractions get in the way because it's stop one, a, one another from achieving or doing what they want to do as in like uh, whether it's school or, or creating a business but we just got to be there to support each other right of and as friends too man I always what I realize is that whenever I see a friend that's actually um, like with, for example like you or, or my buddy uh, Nav Sangha like I see him put out YouTube videos and I always message him words of encouragement because I because you know what, man? When someone's doing that, even if it's on a small scale, I like that. And yeah. I just want to show support that, you know what? I support that. I love that. And man. I feel like people nowadays, it's not, um, they're more like, oh, man, this guy's doing that. This guy's doing this. Yeah, they but, put like some sort of negative connotation towards yeah, it. Yeah, or right? trying to make fun of it or whatever it is. But you, at the end of the day, no matter what, if we just were nice and support each other, man, like it would change the environment. It would prevent that person from actually thinking, oh, you know what? Screw it. This isn't for yeah. me. You know, when in reality they were they were going in a direction that they're adding value, yeah. right? Like they're doing cool videos, they're doing this, they're creating a non for profit organization. They're they're going out there, like they're 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 shielding that. Yeah. They're peeling away that mask. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because then you go you go into society, you go to certain people, you have to act a certain way. Which yeah. you know what? We're over that now. Yeah. Right. Like now you can you can be who you really are. Yeah. And there's good you know what? And then you learn. There's gonna be people that love it. There's gonna yeah. be people that hate it. Yeah. But you just can't let those people that hate no. it get in your head, right? Yeah, and, and honestly, like I, I love I love when people are doing something new, creative. Like for example, this podcast, like it's cool, man. No one else is doing this right now. It, okay, sure, it's a it's a small small studio now, but yeah. who knows what can happen? Exactly, man. And it's fun, man. It's just fun. You go up, do it, and support people. And so true. Yeah, you know it. Let me just tee off for a second. I just want to make sure I get the password. Okay, we'll have another like ten minutes before we wrap it up. Okay, one sec, but no worries. I just noticed uh, it got unplugged. You said? Yeah. Sorry to bug you, buddy. What's the password on the laptop? It just ends up uh, reading the password. Yeah. Are you still doing it? I'm still doing it. Oh, okay. I just hope that it's still recording. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it should be. Okay, so, so you're just going to cut the middle of it? You're we'll have get to cut this part out too. <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know what, Kenny, it'll still be recording. Oh, well? Uh, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I just wasn't sure I was freaking out about it. Even if it dies next time, just forget it. Okay, it cool. It'll still be on. Sounds good, man. I just wanted to double check. Thanks, bro. Let me just actually double check these for a while. Okay, you guys are good? How's it going? It's good. It's good, good it's man. Making yeah. you feel comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying our best. All right. Let's so, shoot the shit a little bit. Let's talk about something different. Like, yeah, and, uh, sure. Let's say, let's say, what, what? Like, I want to ask you a question. When you, when you, when you go out and do these podcasts, what is the one thing you always look forward to talking about and seeing? Like, is there one consistent question that you have um, that you ask people and you're like, okay, what? You see what their answer is. It's because it might relate to you. And yeah, you're like, yeah. What? You know why that, that's a good question? I look at it this way. I try and bring a guest on board. Yeah 
who I feel is in a space in which they are mastering or they're very well known as in that space and they could kind of find a way to tell us about the experiences they had in that that's shaping them up to who they are now yeah right yeah so for instance I'm bringing you on board Uh one because I know you well and I know that this is gonna go in a way where it's not gonna be awkward it's gonna be it's gonna flow right we could be ourselves but also for them to shine a light in whatever it is that they're doing that got them to where they are now right so for me it's a little bit of soul searching right it's it's not for my own benefit to be honest as you've noticed throughout the duration of the podcast it's a lot of me asking and listening and then building off on it to hear your side and i i i do need to realize that there's moments in time where i can also add into it because it gets my brain thinking right it's that you you say certain things i'm like oh yeah you know i relate to that but um it's so educational for me man Like when I'm meeting somebody once a week and they're a go-getter and they're so good at what they're doing in Edmonton, it's just a way for me to to better understand if I'm on the right path or if I'm doing anything right. I guess it's to push your momentum as well, right? And it helps helps us in general get 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 this information out to people and and, and it provides more transparency. Of course. When when you see someone on, uh, on social media and you see them doing well, it's like, okay, what's actually going on? What's behind the scenes? Yes. What's that's the, important man what, what's the actual uh, process and them getting to where they are and exactly. is everything as good as it looks yeah and you know what nothing nothing grinds my gears more than that yeah. is is seeing how well somebody is doing yeah and then people thinking that it's so easy yeah. people thinking that it's it's effortless we yeah. spoke about this before going live yeah. where a lot of people think that it's just luck yeah. that's bullshit yeah. So right, luck doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah, yeah a, sure, there's certain luck in terms of winning the 649. Yeah. But you know what? In other cases, you gotta work extremely hard. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta plan. You know what I learned, man? I'm not gonna get anywhere in these small little meetings. It it's not gonna go my way if I didn't do a little bit of planning. Yeah. It's gotta be some sort of planning. Yeah. On the drive here, I'm thinking, okay, who is Amraj? Yeah. What has Amraj been doing? Uh-huh. You know, I gotta creep his social media profiles. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta talk to him prior to going on the show. Yeah. Prepare, so, I'm, right? yeah, prepare. So I'm yeah. speaking to the current Amrods right now. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine how different this would be if I told you, "Hey, man, come on the show." Yeah. And let's say we didn't even talk to each other for the longest time. Let's yeah. say we didn't even have coffee prior yeah. to this. It probably wouldn't go the way I would hope it would go. No. Right for the both of us. For sure, hundred percent. I agree. And that's in general. Like I used to. Uh, what's it called? It's it's fucked up because I uh, I never used to plan. I never used to write things down. I never used to read anything. But mm-hmm. now it's like you notice that you need to you need to prepare. Always prepare. Yeah. Oh, dude, tell me about it. Awesome. I was that kid, bro. Grade two, my reading comprehension. No, sorry, I was in like grade four or five. Yeah. My reading comprehension was up at grade one, grade two level. <laughs> That's funny. That was, was funny. bad, dude. It was so bad. I was never good in school. Especially in elementary, yeah. junior high. I had to like work, even in university, man. Yeah. I had to work so hard, yeah. study, read the textbook, read the PowerPoint, write the notes, do everything I could just to get a decent grade. Just to get by. Right. right? And that, I compare that to some of my friends who won't even study. They'd be out the night before drinking. Yeah. They're like, like, dude, don't sweat it. It's a midterm. And yeah. they go in and they killed it. Yeah. Right? But I always learned about myself. With that, I kind of put it into things that I do love. That I don't need to study so hard for. I put that same amount of work ethic in, but then, uh, that's and then really yeah, it's a, it's right. A compounding effect, right? Like I, I'm big on focusing on my strengths, man. 
I like you, you have to man everything else comes after like if you focus what you're good on uh, eventually you realize okay if I need to if I need to work on this then I need to work on that because it helps my main goal right yeah so um, no that's cool like I like for instance I know this podcast wouldn't be as professionally done if I were to do this alone yeah and that's only because you learn in life you're not going to be good at everything. 100%. You want to have that business owner mentality, you're going to have to delegate. Yeah. And what's beautiful about this is the certain friends of mine, Yusuf and Cassius, right? Omid. These guys, they're really good at a particular thing that's helping the podcast grow yeah. to a certain level. For instance, the videography, the audio. I don't know that. Yeah. I'm, I'm so numb to knowing anything that, that, that has to do with it. But then when I learn, okay, you know what? If I team up with the right people and they're doing that, mm-hmm. and then I'm being a part of the show in one way, shape, or form as a co-host, we're all just complimenting one another on each other's strengths, right? It's kind of like, let's say one day you want to build a, a team. Yeah. You know, you have to find all the right people, but they're going to be all the right people for a particular, yeah. you could say specialty, yeah. a particular thing that they're going to add value to your entire team. Yeah. That's what it is. It's building a, it's pretty much building the foundation. And like, this is my role. This is your role. We got to... You're good at this. I'm good at this. We gotta work together, and we're all working towards one main common goal, right? Yeah. And for you guys, it's taking this podcast to the next level. Exactly. And this varies from people to people, business to business, but that's what it is. You did ask me if I have a if I have a certain theme to the podcast. Yeah. You could say in terms of oh, do I ask the same questions? There's one question I'll ask you, which I, I like to ask most of our yeah. guests. What would you say right now in life is your biggest challenge? It's, I would say, uh, okay, so what I've noticed now over the last, like, month, it's like, okay, I've allowed myself to be uncomfortable to a, s- a certain point, but I'm hitting another level of, okay, of being, un- being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm all right being uncomfortable to this level, and now it's like, how much further can I push it? I'm realizing, like, in my head, I'm like, okay, you know what, listening to all these podcasts, like, okay, uh... Oh no, I can I can be really uncomfortable, blah blah this and that. And then when I'm actually doing the thing, and I realize how uncomfortable it sometimes makes me, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you know what? This is something that it's good that I'm uncomfortable. I'm growing. Yeah. But I I I'm not conquering this as good as I thought I was. So I need to figure out what what's uh, where that blockage is coming from. Of course. And I, and I need to figure out okay, if. For example, it's like, you know when you think you're going to ace a test and it comes back and you get like 56. <laughs> Worst feeling. It happened to me too many times. Yeah, when you think you did great. <laughs> now I don't even think it, but uh, but it's just something like that, right? It's like, uh, it's, it's shifting your perspective and your mindset and not thinking about, okay, being good at it the first time or whatever. It's just doing it. Just do it and everything else will come after of course because like as much as I that, so coming back to it my biggest challenge is sometimes just letting go and and, and just doing something without thinking too much about how it's going to come out yeah like it doesn't necessarily need, need to, to be perfect the yeah. first time yeah. it's just you created the material you put it out there yeah. and that's, and you learn from your mistakes along the way you get feedback yeah. right yeah. it's cool man I like that yeah. it's you important know what this podcast like it's, it's, it's different I mean for you it's like Okay, now it's a few podcasts in, you understand. And then for me, it's, uh, this is my first one. Yeah, so your first one you've ever done. And I hope you're on many as a guest, right? Oh, for sure. And uh, now I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, man, fuck. Am I, how's it going to turn out? Am I going to be good? Mm-hmm. Is this good enough? Is it going to be Of course. Good? But at the end of the day. Those are just demons in our head. Yeah, They're demons in your head, out. right? Fuck it. Uh, if, if this 
this is just a, a starting point, right? Yeah. And, and eventually you'll get to a, a, a point where you'll look back and be like, wow, I can't believe how shit this was. Yeah. Oh, then we'll get you back yeah. on and you and I will be that much better, right? Yeah. But that's the beauty of it, man, is like, again, we have a theme, right? The whole concept of the second floor, you know, going to the next level, being able to, again, evolve. Like, let's stick with that as human beings. Even when we get out that door, we want to feel like we were better than yesterday. We want to feel like we're better than the month before and whatever it is, right? right? Always progressing. Yeah. Even Andy Frasilla, like, if you listen to his uh, podcast, he tells you the first 50 episodes were garbage. He's like, like, I had no idea. I just had fucking... I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) But, like, even, like, when you look... look, Like, the thing is, that's that's the difference. Like, with my vlogs, I know 100% I'm going to look back. I'm like, yeah, the editing is all cool and stuff. Yeah. But I'm going to look at how I was in the video. I'm like, man, I look like fucking shit. Now I look so nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not talking properly or whatever it is. So it's going to be interesting going through those wave of emotions. And that's what, like, the last couple days, too, like, I've just been doing things that are very uncomfortable for me, like being in front of videos and in front of cameras, talking to a mic. Because you know what the crazy thing is? Like, the unspoken truth about this is, is we all can't help but alter our personality slightly yeah. Yeah. depending on who it is we're speaking to for instance or what, what it is we're speaking yeah to. like the way you and me speak yeah. off air on air whatever it is i'm not saying that uh we're even speaking anything differently i said th- i think we're being very much so who we are right now mm-hmm. but at the same time you know think about who we are when we're a son yeah think about who we are when we're a boyfriend yeah. how how we how we show up yeah. how, how we talk mm-hmm. right think about how we are as you know uh, an employee at work yeah. sometimes whether we want to admit it or not we make some altercations right we you know formal informal you go meet the client for the first time how are you showing up right and i get it and then there's nothing yes man and then there's nothing more confusing when the moment that camera goes on and all of a sudden you're like okay well who am i going to be who's going to watch this i mean do i be this or do i be that and then you kind of got to realize okay well you know what what is the commonality in, in, in me from, from every single person I'm seeing? Let's be that person. Yeah. And then, you know what? It taught me, especially doing this podcast, man, it's teaching me to just be myself, yeah. right? See, on and off the air, just, right? yeah, like, just no, don't need to be some fake person. Just be me, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's crazy, man. No, 100%, I agree. And it, like, it's crazy. How, I, I can't wait till we look back and we're like, yo, we'll do another one and another yeah, one. Yeah, totally. And, and be like... Uh, what's it called and just realize how much we've grown from oh, for the, sure. from the original uh, podcast uh, to where we are three four years from now definitely but, but it's in everything too right when I was you know what the uh, another thing I would like to share is like when I first when I showed my first house I didn't know what the fuck I was doing right and it made me it made my confidence come down it's like man I shouldn't even be doing this yeah you're like oh I did this wrong I could have done that yeah, or even whatever it's like fuck I don't feel comfortable being in this position that maybe I'm not meant to be here yeah. and those doubts come in but if you allow those doubts to to change who you are then obviously you're never going to succeed in anything but what I really realized is that like right now it might be you know it might feel uncomfortable and it might not feel good but at the end there's a there's an end goal where it's you're going to love it yeah. like now I go show houses now I do everything I'm like man I can't believe I know what I'm doing sometimes that's cool Right? It's, yeah. it's weird. Like, it's become second yeah. nature. Yeah. As as much as this year and a half seems like it's yeah. been a small amount of time, yeah. you like you said, you can't help but compare back to the first yeah. time. It's a day and night difference, yeah. right? And 
and that's the thing and that's what I feel like people need to focus on too is it's like where I'm where I'm going through it right now it's like I'm starting something new uh, regarding the vlogs and the uh, videos and they might not be exactly what I want them to be but it, at least it's a start yeah I like that at least man it's a step in the right direction and eventually if I keep on it I keep it a habit it'll be good absolutely and I think more people need to do that with whatever they do because it feels really uncomfortable and you really want to get the fuck out of if you're in an uncomfortable situation you want to get out of it yeah right so um that's natural for people to do but if you bear through it trust me there's a there's a good reward at the end yeah as well. there's something on the other side yeah right yeah yeah for sure that's awesome man end of the day when you know that you're you're educating and you're 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 giving value to people and you're you're not afraid to like let people know that you know your stuff yeah. right and that's what you're doing you're putting yourself on a camera you're being vulnerable yeah. right you're letting that part go and say hey all of that of course man i uh what's it called um it's like i'm i'm happy that i was able to somewhat i i got far enough well um in, into my life where I'm able to you know be vulnerable and, and allow I'm not scared to fuck up anymore pretty much yeah like at all like whatever it is it's scary when I am fucking up and, and I'm in the moment it's scary then but I know at the end I'm checking off a box and it's one step closer to being better at that certain situation right yeah and it's just checking boxes okay if like I was saying before if, if things work bad then obviously they can work good as well it's yeah. both ways in a bad situation now you can be in a good situation if you're in a good situation you can be in a bad situation so you always got to keep yourself in mind of course man yeah. that's awesome i really i really like how you put it like that and it you know kind of sums up everything that we talked yeah, about right for sure. i just want to take the time to appreciate you man yeah, you know you, like you you came out here you came yeah. out to the first podcast yeah. you know you and i both were were unsure of which direction it was going to go but yeah. uh for for the most part, I feel like what we really got out of you today is, you know, learning to just be yourself throughout yeah. whatever it is that you're doing yeah. and understanding that you don't necessarily need to go down the path that everyone's going down on uh, because it's it's normal and it's what yeah. you have to do. There's so many other ways to get educated. There's so many other um, things you could do to really explore and find yourself. Yeah. And thank you for giving us such good facts and information on real real estate no for sure right i mean that's what uh, i guess that's a part of me uh, what i do uh i mean if you guys want to follow me on instagram or whatever it totally is, yeah how can we can, find you uh instagram uh, ajuanda underscore re okay and that's for facebook as well awesome uh, and twitter and linkedin okay for sure man that's fantastic yeah. well you you heard it here guys if you're looking for a home or you're looking for any advice on a home this is your guy to get it from right yeah, for sure I'd that's awesome to, i mean at the end of the day whether you take my business or you, you bring me your business or whatever it is i just want i just hope that there's in some way i can i can guide people in the right way to make the right decision absolutely it's doing business to me or someone else doesn't matter yeah i mean at the end of the day just uh really think about who you pick and and who you decide to do business with for sure, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Amraj. Appreciate right, your time. Thank you, brother. Thanks for being Appreciate on the second floor, brother. Yeah.